I did dove into a, a wormhole this past week. Uh, the mm-hmm. Voyager one, the first Voyager, the satellite. Mm-hmm. You know how fast it's traveling? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, thirty-five thousand miles an hour. Crazy, isn't that insane? Yeah, I hope it doesn't hit a bird. <laughs> space bird, <laughs> chop it right in half. Freaking space bird. <laughs> uh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nickel Park. This is the Couch Guider Safari through the wilderness of life, and I am your tour guide, Joshua. I'm your tour guide, Ben. And I'm your tour guide, Luke. How's it going? How's it going with you boys? I haven't checked in in a while. It's been Good. it's been a while, Josh. You were on vacation. I was on vacation. Yeah, it was great. Saw a shark. That was cool. nice. Okay. Yeah. In what proximity? Just, yeah. Uh, I was on the sand. He was in the water. Okay. So, that's, in my opinion, that's the second worst place to see a shark. Yes. Because <laughs> there's only two places to see sharks. No, that is I'm land saying, and like, water. <laughs> yeah, but like, if I'm on a boat and I see a shark, that's totally fine. Because I'm not, like, there's no way I'm swimming to where that boat is. So, no issues. If I'm in, If I'm in the water and I'm, like, wading and I see a shark... I'm gonna die. Wait, did you say? Hold on. You said you, if yeah, you're on I a boat, didn't follow that at all. If you're on a boat, you're not swimming to the boat. No, no. no like, okay. There's three places you could see. Well, there's lots of places you could see a shark. Right. For this example, we'll say on the sand mm-hmm. of a beach. Right. Yeah. In the water near a beach or on a boat. If I'm on a boat, it means I'm so far out that me seeing a shark has no impact on the rest of my life because that's the shark's home, so that's fine. I'll never swim that far out. Okay. So, okay. I will never interact yeah. with the shark's home. Okay. The beach yes. is sort of my home, and if I'm in the water and there's a shark that's sort of in my home, that's the worst thing ever. I'll <laughs> okay. never get in the water again. No, I'm tracking. Okay. The, the best possible place I can see a shark from is a fishing boat that's 20 miles out. Because then I think this is probably the closest this shark will ever get to shore. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, okay. they don't go closer than this. Yeah. We okay, had to come all, right. all the way out here to catch this big shark. Um, yeah, no, there were several times during the vacation we would be out at the beach and the uh, lifeguards would call uh, everyone in. And it's actually ironic that you say that because uh, my brother-in-law went up to the lifeguards at one point and was like, hey, what's going on? And the lifeguard said, uh, it's not our home, if you know what I mean. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Apparently, they're not supposed to say shark because it scares some people. Yeah. I mean, it would. It would scare me. Him saying it's not our home is infinitely more ominous, though. Because then yeah. I'm thinking, that shark will eat a person. 
Because it's his, like... Well, it was a her, you sexist. Oh. How did you tell from that far away? (laughs) (laughs) It was swimming upside down. And you couldn't see it, I guess? I don't know. Shark, do male sharks have an extra fin? I was I was doing a joke about a like a fifth leg. Yeah, no, I I got it. But on a, a shark could be a fin. Mm-hmm. Or a first leg. One legged I saw I saw a one legged shark. Oh no. <laughs> I take it back. That's the worst shark you can see. <laughs> and it wasn't a human's leg sticking out of its mouth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man. Um so the sharks, yep. And I think that was pretty much I saw many alligators. Okay, but those were that was somewhere else, right? Because otherwise this is the worst beach <laughs> yeah. that exists. Those were in the water canals on the bike ride home from the beach. Okay. Dang. Uh, Where was yeah. this? Hilton Head. They got them mm. up there? Yeah, dude. They were huge, too. They're di- I mean, di- they're dinosaurs. They're dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Sharks are... Di- or sharks. Sharks are also dinosaurs. Sharks and alligators are all dinosaurs. I was on Dinosaur Island. That's pretty cool. Basically Jurassic Park. Dang. Um. Yeah. What about you guys? Pretty good. Got my yep. got got my knee destroyed last Wednesday playing frisbee. Ooh. Yep. Went uh like barely could walk the next day, so I went into the doctor. He did a little scopey scope. Oh just really? Like spaghetti in there. Just all it's just loose spaghetti in there. So they just went ahead and cut it out. They just took <laughs> the knee. <laughs> did, uh, wait, did they go in with a fork and just kind of give it a twirl and? No, he he asked if I had done that (laughs) already, Um, and I said uh, no. Uh, So basically, just from like top of the knee to mid calf, they just kind of cut that out. Oh, okay. Um, So I've got a prosthetic now. They let me keep the foot though, which was very kind. You've got a prosthetic Um, middle leg. Yeah, I've got. I can take off the middle of my leg, but they let me keep the foot (laughs) from the half the calf down. That's still mine. (laughs) <laughs> Which I didn't know was an option, but it's pretty cool that they let you keep that. Right. That is really cool. It's crazy yeah. your foot doesn't die. Well, it's still part of my body. Mm. Like, they didn't take it away. It's still, like, it's still part of my body. Did they put Bluetooth pipes in your foot so yeah, the blood can go from your body? Bluetooth, Bluetooth veins? <laughs> yeah, they put Bluetooth <laughs> veins in your body. Bluetooth veins and arteries. Uh, No. I, I mean, it's just, th- like, it's just there. I don't know. Wait. Like, it's just attached to the prosthetic leg. Mm-hmm. Right. Does it still look the same? Yeah, it's still my foot. I don't get... What's the... Can you wiggle your toes? Like, if they, like if you cut your hand off and, like, took it away from you, sure, it would die, but... Uh-huh. Like, if yeah. you put the hand back on... As long as you attach the hand back to your body, it's fine. Okay, so <clears throat> walk me through. You've got your hip. You've right. got your calf. Uh huh. What's after your calf? The prosthetic leg. Okay. And then what's after the prosthetic leg? Thigh, mid thigh to hip. They just, Wait. It's just like a fake knee, is basically, but they just took the whole thing out. Sorry, no. What's below the knee? My calf and foot. 
Most of it. Those are still original. Yeah, those are still got my muscles and my foot. It'd be weird. Like he, it was going to be so expensive to get all prosthetics, and so much less comfortable. <laughs> so what happens when you take your prosthetic off? What happens to your uh-huh. your quote unquote living calf and foot? It just is attached to the prosthetic. Then just don't take it too far away from the body. Else <laughs> <laughs> it'll lose connection and. Your headset is disconnected. <laughs> yeah, every time I put the prosthetic on, it goes doodle, <laughs> and then I can wiggle my toes around. <laughs> is there a slight I lag? I joke. There's there is a slight lag. Yeah, soccer's never going to be quite the same. Oh man, no, I'm kidding. My knee's fine. Did you actually go to the doctor though? No, I didn't. Okay, <laughs> I was like, I didn't think it was that bad. It was just a really bad hyperextension, which I realized once the adrenaline wore off. So I still can't straighten it, but we'll be fine by Wednesday, I bet. Yeah, we got two days for you to heal up. I can't sprint, but it's fine. Uh, We're going to miss four key players. It's fine. All right. All right, Luke, your turn. How are your knees? How's your body? Uh, Still broken. Been broken for a while. Uh, (laughs) I was going to ask, do you have like a soft knee uh, sleeve or something? Yeah. Like a... Not a hard knee brace. Yeah. I might genuinely borrow it because it still feels wobbly down there. It smells bad. (laughs) (laughs) But I got After all this time? (laughs) Yeah, maybe not. I guess maybe it doesn't. I haven't worn it in years. It's going to be like Josh's climbing shoes. Like, as soon as I put it on, I'm going to start knocking people out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that could be a strat. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. So, everyone's busted, broken. All broken. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, uh, this is just a funny thought, a thing that came up the other night. We were playing a, a new game called Cran- Cranium Part Party something. Boy, I should have looked that up before we started recording. It's a cool game where you, like, pit a bunch of people places things and actions against each other mm-hmm. in like a bracket like a tournament you try to pick from the beginning who you think's going to win overall but you don't know the questions that they're going to be competing anyway okay, okay. that's beside the point we had uh, a round come up in the people category the question was who knows more drinking games mm-hmm. and the competitors were count dracula and the fawns from happy days Mm. which is a really good matchup yeah uh-huh especially for drinking games uh so immediately someone said clearly the fawns because he's the fawns uh-huh. i countered with count dracula drinks more than right. anybody yeah. else exactly and at this mm-hmm. point vampires have had to come up with drinking games right because they do the same thing in and out they've got to have some of the best drinking games ever yep i that's directly where my brain went yeah. Same, 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 same. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, if I were a vampire, I feel like it would be fun. Like, it would be a game in and of itself to, like, let's say we were all vampires. We had to pick for each other the target, like, our next target or next victim. Mm-hmm. Be like, yours has to be a left-handed ginger wow. from the Bronx. <laughs> oof. <laughs> oof. Yeah, that's going to be tricky. I was thinking more like they sat down to watch SNL and mm. they had their people already laid out. <laughs> They're like, 
every time they that Jim Carrey breaks character, you have to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Which is never because he doesn't. But right. Bill Hader maybe. Right. Hmm. Do you think they drink blood out of shot glasses or? Well, I think they it's just messy. have the body right there. Yeah, I think it's messy. Okay. Really? No, I. Oh, I guess. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe modern vampires. Maybe they've got like IV tubes, extraction, and they've got sort of the heads, the headgear. They've got the football headgear, and it's got the tubes coming up and down. Oh yeah. You think they ever like beer bong a, <laughs> a thing of blood? Yeah, I think they do. <laughs> I think they do. I think they watch the game. I think they watch Sunday Night Football. They bong, they beer bong a couple of, they blood bong a couple of pints. <laughs> Babe, I'm just trying to crack open a warm one with the boys. <laughs> oh, I think there could be a really good sketch mm-hmm. made about vampire drinking games. Like, you gotta keep it could. fresh. Otherwise, it's still just drinking blood out of people. Mm-hmm. Gotta spice they it should- up do that on SNL with Machine Gun Kelly because he's sometimes there because he does that. You guys know about that? What's up? What? Do what? Machine Gun Kelly and his wife, uh, what's her name? Megan Fox. They drink uh-huh. each other's mm-hmm. blood. Yep. Dude, that, so they got all of the all of the bloodborne sick illnesses. So many diseases. Yeah. I mean, they're like married, so they probably would have got them anyway, but you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hmm. That is yucky. Yeah. (laughs) I do not agree with that. I'm trying to imagine... I'm trying to imagine now a game of Pong with red solo cups. Oh, That are red red on the inside and outside. Right. (laughs) And I'm trying to imagine what would Count Dracula throw into a blood-filled solo cup? That's not a ping pong ball? Yeah, would it just be a ping pong? Okay, all right. Yeah. But I do think that's a hilarious skit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's so many directions you could take vampire drinking games. Wait, you ready for it? Count Fratula. Yes. Like, yes, it's good. <laughs> oh, and they played the Thunder drinking game where they play the song Thunder. Yeah, and, every time you, you say <laughs> Like that you have to drink between the thunders. Wait, what? Is, what? what is the you know Thunder this, song? You know thun- Thunder? Right. Yeah, who's that by? Oh, I should thund- know that. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck by, by ACDC. AC/DC. Yeah. Okay. I knew I was pretty sure it was ACDC, and now I feel like a chump. Thunderstruck. Wait, so you drink in between the thunders? Yeah, every time they say thunder, the mm-hmm. next person starts drinking. So there's uh, one really, really long section where usually like someone gets kind of stuck with the long the long right. section. Like the verse? <laughs> yeah. Where it says words that aren't thunder. (laughs) I think that would be hilarious done with vampires. Like if they just held up a whole person and they had to just like. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, it's empty. (laughs) Uh, So how do we reach out to SNL about this? How do we, but how do we trademark a skit? Can we? Um, I would rather. Can we do it with? Uh, have you guys heard of the show What We Do in the Shadows? Yes, it's a very funny show. The bits I've watched, which is to say, like maybe two episodes. Uh, I think we should reach out to them first. Mm-hmm. We should probably watch the show, make sure they didn't already do it. Mm. That's an excellent point. Ads. 
Yeah. Abs. Hey, folks. Welcome to the ad booth. It's part of the show where we like to present you with some goods and you buy them and we are paid for it and or services. We like to go big first and then go home this week. Josh can cut all that out. <laughs> so when so when you hear me say welcome to the ad booth this week, we're gonna, we like to go big. Oh, frick. <laughs> really screwed this intro up. Hey, folks. Welcome to the ad booth. It's part of the show where we like to make money. As you know, we like to go big and then go home. So our go big ad is... The largest manufacturer of wheels in the world. That's right. It's Lego. Woo-hoo. We are sponsored by Lego. We've done it. We've hit it big. Specifically, Lego video games. Lego has come up with a new, might I say brilliant, series of video games. They're calling Lego Icons. And this is based around icons. People who have had a huge impact on our world uh on people's lives uh there's a lot of actors uh cuz movies are huge and fun yeah it's just really cool they they've done a lot of good work they've presented people's stories really well real or fictional uh just given kids a cool opportunity to play through some iconic moments in cinematic uh and real life history nice yeah, I'm super excited to play these. There's some really good ones out here. Um, I'm most most excited about one of my favorite actors, which is the Harrison Ford series, mm-hmm. um, which everyone knows they've already done Indiana Jones. They've yeah. already done Star Wars. But now they're getting into some of the, the lesser, not lesser known, but you know, not his biggest titles. Um, you can, there's 42, the movie mm-hmm. where uh, about... Uh, Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harrison Ford's in that one. So basically you play a big time recruiter manager for a baseball team. A lot of hitting the books as a Lego character. Um, a lot of firing, a lot of hiring, uh, a lot of traveling the, to the Dominican, that kind of stuff. Um, super, super cool game. Excited about that. Uh, and the other one I'm really excited about is, of course, uh, Blade Runner. One of mm. one of my favorite oh, movies, yeah. and especially with the newer Blade Runner, um, you can play as uh, Deckard, Harrison Ford's character, and uh, explore the the terrifying future and all the cool wonders that it has. You get a cool gun. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about the Muhammad Ali series. Ooh, uh, that one's cool. I mean, it's basically just it's a lot of boxing. It's very yeah. boxing mm-hmm. heavy, but you get to play through some really iconic moments, uh, and it's just, I mean, you feel alive playing that series. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, there's nothing like fighting smoking Joe Frazier. So oh, good. man. Anyway, it's great, uh, and it's it hits it hits you in some real real places, too, because, I mean, he went through some, some tough stuff toward mm-hmm. the end of the game. Um, you spend a lot of time just dealing with Parkinson's and how to live with that and still have an impact on the Lego world around you. Uh, and it, it hits pretty hard. I, I shed some tears. 
Wow. Yeah, it's a real it's a real heartfelt. Did you on a on a less heartfelt note, did you see the the cheat code section of that game? Did you happen I didn't, to find I, that? I didn't. No. Super cool. You can there's different codes. One lets you transform into a butterfly or a bee. Nice. Classic. Uh, but like a Lego butterfly, Lego yeah, bee. Yeah. Um one of them you can fight iconic movie boxers. Like you can like you can just beat up uh Rocky. Oh man. I need yeah. to do that. Yep. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Very cool. Uh, one that I've been dying to play, haven't gotten to yet, but uh, it's Airbud, and they do all his, all his movies, which is really just a fun collection of Lego sports games. <laughs> but they hadn't really ventured into that yet. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like in the early stages, you have to like learn how to play the sport, and then uh, you just get to dominate a bunch of children in front of their parents. Mm-hmm. Yep, as, as a, a Lego dog. canine. Yeah, that's so pretty, cool. Pretty sick. Um, there's a Morgan Freeman uh, series, oh. not uh, as an actor though, just the movies he narrates. Nice. So March, oh. there's a March of the Penguins, and uh, and a Born to Be Wild. Are you playing uh. as Morgan Freeman in the? No, Morgan Freeman is nowhere to be seen. Oh, okay, in this. <laughs> just but heard. But yeah, but it's the movies that. He, uh, but but Lego didn't actually get the rights to his voice. Yeah, and so it's just it's just like a Lego game about marching penguins, mm. or or like the there's the magnificent desolation walking on the moon. It's just mm-hmm. you get to play a, a astronaut on the moon, and you nice. know like Morgan Freeman. You can you we all know how he sounds. Mm-hmm. So he's just kind of there in the back of your head while you're playing, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to uh I got to play that one just a little bit, but just to add to the experience, um I went ahead and, and just Googled Morgan Freeman voice on YouTube and found like a ten hour long video mm. of him just saying things, like uh-huh. random clips all pulled together and uh, just kind of played that over the background. That's perfect. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm. I uh, another one that I have not gotten to play as much as I want to uh, is the Napoleon mm. game. Um, that one's really cool. Obviously, a lot of big battles, a lot of political intrigue, mm-hmm. very cool stuff, revolutions, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing is, kind of a little Easter egg is they, of course, added in uh, Napoleon's time spent with Bill and Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. As you have so to. He- Right, mm-hmm. so he at one point you do get abducted off the battlefield. You fire your cannon at this, you know, telephone booth that shows up, and and then you do get abducted and taken, and you do you just get to run through the mall. You get to go to the water park to Waterloo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a ton of fun as a fan of the as a fan of Napoleon and also his work in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It was yeah. just a huge, right, a huge bunch of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that uh, that kind of ties into the Keanu Reeves one that they put out, which mm. gives you just a wild spectrum of different like genres to play in, you know? Because you start with Bill and Ted, mm. and you're just having a whimsical time time mm. traveling, you know, with your with your friend. Uh, how did I forget his name? <laughs> Ted? Not no. <laughs> Alex Winter. What's his name? Napoleon? No, 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 no. The Rufus. <laughs> that's that's oh. what I wanted to. Yeah, the time travel guy. Um, 
And then you get to, you know, drive a bus real fast, mm-hmm. and then um, you go into the Matrix, and then you go on a headshot killing spree um, from his time as John Wick for just right. hours. Sure. It's a l- There's arguably too many headshots. I'm, I think they could probably tone it down, but... Mm-hmm. Well, uh, point Break. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, I really point enjoyed break. the Point Break, yeah. Yeah, of course. I forgot that, that one I was chill because it had like a mini game where you just surf. Yeah, and that was chill. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it is chill. Yeah, yeah. and then boom, smash cut, Bram Stoker's Dracula. You're fighting off vampires and stuff. Right. I forgot a lot about that game. <laughs> <laughs> Too many headshots. Before yeah, you yeah. anything but the headshots. Got, got up in the by that. Mm-hmm. Which we should clear. Not a that wasn't a photography thing. No, right. No, these are not corporate at all. It's violent. anyway. We could we could talk about the yeah. Lego Icon series for days, probably, and probably should on our video game podcast. Uh, but yeah, thanks to Lego. Uh, if you go pick up one of these, go to Lego.com, go to their video game store, and uh, you can pick these up digitally or physical copies. And if you do it from Lego specifically from Lego's website, and you put in the code NICKELPARK, uh, you will get a free Icon Series t-shirt and cup. Sweet. Well, that's going to take us on home uh, to a local company in the Louisville area. Uh, anyone that is around kids or has kids knows that pouches, food in pouches, is becoming the new craze. It's what kids are all about. It's the most convenient, easy way to get food. Two kids, and it's easy to use, it's easy to carry, it's just perfect. Uh, but not a whole lot of options out there for adults. Um, and so Big Sacks is uh, changing that. They are creating um, adult meals for big people that come in pouches uh, so that you can take your meals on the go. And they're super convenient, super easy. Um, and they've got all kinds of good stuff. And so we're just going to talk about some of the pouches that we tried. Um, and what you what you can expect from from big sacks, big sacks, if you will, shrimp cocktail, mm-hmm. fish and chips, love that one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bangers and mash, that one's good, super squeezable, haggis and spotted dick, <laughs> <laughs> that one was tough. Tube was really big on that one. <laughs> yeah, they didn't blend it. Yeah. Uh, spaghetti. Mm-hmm. That one's a good one. Ground. Ground. Just uh, just ground up meats. Mm. Oh, okay. Meat. I think. Are you thinking of meat medley? I think, yeah, meat. The meat grinder medley. I like their um, like banana smoothie. I like the dessert line. Mm-hmm. Banana smoothie. All the fruit smoothies. Those ones are good. Yep. Yeah. Powdered sugar donuts was surprising how they were able to yes. do that, but yeah. It, yeah, delicious. Yeah, I coughed a lot. Yeah, you want to? You, did you not shake it before? I don't think I shook it up enough. Yeah, otherwise yeah, you'll you get a nice really... plume of dust straight to the uvula. Oreos and milk—that was a great one. It's mm-hmm. already pre-soaked Oreos. Yeah, I think they do that with cereals too. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's big sex. If that's not uh, something to pique your interest, then I don't know what is. If you want, you can check them out at big sex 
forward slash LLC Louisville KY dot www dot com. <laughs> they haven't figured out how websites work yet. A confusing uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you go on there and you enter the promo code Nickel Park, you will get five big sacks mailed directly to your door for free, no charge whatsoever. Yo, what's up, surfer bros? Uh, welcome to Unconventional Solutions. Today we're talking about big old waves, but the ones that are too big to hang ten on. Uh, mm-hmm. okay, I, I don't know what surfer people are like. Um, yeah, Whoa. talking. <laughs> <laughs> now we're here. Whoa. Oh my bros, you were a little slow. Um, yeah. We're talking about tsunamis. Tsunamis. Mm-hmm. We we've been kind of on a natural disaster kick recently, um, helping people uh, survive and conquer them. Uh, mm-hmm. So today, so today, it's all tsunamis, big old waves that uh, get all your houses and streets wet and, mm-hmm. and sweep you away in the currents. Mm-hmm. We don't want that happening anymore. So here we go. Boom. Let's deal with them. And later, and then next time, we'll deal with the earthquake earthquakes that cause them. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not dealing with that right now. Yeah, no, those that are would harder. Be too much to bite off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like stomp on the ground really hard back, see if it <laughs> cuts it out. <laughs> just knock it off. So y'all have been in the ocean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not in Hilton Head though. No, and never and never again. <laughs> So, you know, if a big old wave is coming, you can kind of turn your back to it and the wave kind of goes around you and you're protected, you know? Mm -hmm. What if we just get a giant, I'm thinking Jaeger, like from uh, Pacific Rim, you know, Mm -hmm. to just kind of wade out into the water, turn their back to the wave and protect the land by catching the wave with their back, you know? Yeah. We we could just have a big statue of uh, mm. like a maybe. like a lady in a robe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like a like uh, the guy from Singing in the Rain. He's got like a rain slicker and an umbrella. Mm. Mm. That's a lot of protection. That is a maybe. Lot of protection. Yeah, we can we can think through that. Who it maybe is, Wario? He's a wide fella. Yeah, I or Mario. I feel like Japan is prone to tsunamis and a giant Mario statue out in the ocean would be yeah. kind of their thing. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty There's sick. There's a lot of good Nintendo characters that mm-hmm. could be used. Um, so here's the problem with land in general. Mm-hmm. It slopes up the closer you get to land. Right? Yeah. A tsunami is a big wave but mm-hmm. it makes it bigger because the ground is it's very shallow. Right. I think we need to change how we do things, and as it comes in, it needs to get much deeper. So deep. Maybe it's like 100 feet deep, like six mm. miles out. It okay. needs to be like 1,000 feet deep right off the beach. Mm-hmm. So the wave just falls in. 
Yeah, the wave, right, it recedes, and they're like, oh, no, a tsunami. Well, we're not worried about it. We're going to chill here on the beach still. And yeah. then you see the tsunami come in, and it goes up, and then it goes, whoop, swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great little whoop. <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah, it just crashes into the giant cavern. Mm-hmm. It's a moat. It's a moat, but it's not full of water. Mm-hmm. It actually traps water. It's an yeah. anti-moat. It's an inverse moat. A, a trench. A trench. <laughs> a ditch. A deep yeah. ditch. That would make beach going spookier. So fun. Hazardous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But that's, you know, that's for another day. Kind of sick, though. Could Kinda present sick, some yeah. cool opportunities. Yeah, my first idea was kind of like Ben's, but in hindsight, I think it would be pretty difficult is just to raise all the land, mm. push that up. <laughs> just get it up there. Yeah, I mean, what's whatever yeah. the tallest tsunami is, like, I don't know, 100 foot or whatever, just make it slap into the the shore, which is 110 mm, right. feet. So. Yeah. Problem is, land floats on the water, as we all know. So it's going to make it tough. I've heard it doesn't. <laughs> well, you could all, I mean, that would make it easy. Then we could just put some inflatable tubes down there. Yeah. Crank it up. Put a couple uh, of jacks down there. Mm-hmm. I was thinking jack the dog for a second for whatever reason. <laughs> my put, dog a, put a couple of family-sized golden retrievers <laughs> down there. <laughs> that ought to buoy, buoy the, the continent right on up. Yeah. Well, now, here's the thing. Could we get under the continental plates can mm-hmm. we get under the tectonic plates mm-hmm. and maybe encourage them to go up somehow like put a bunch of air in there mm. yeah we just drill real deep holes mm-hmm. into the earth's crust get a lot of great stuff uh-huh spray and the great then, stuff down there wait the great stuff great stuff it's like uh sprayable foam spray foam insulation, insulation stuff that's yeah. what i was thinking i didn't know what great stuff was but my first thought was spray foam insulation. <laughs> <laughs> kind of holds the heat down mm, yeah, and yeah. encourages it to rise, the, the right. whole plate to shift up. Boy, we should take some of our ideas to like a real scientist guy because I bet he would just fall over with all of the genius thoughts we've had. Yeah. We, we would boggle his simple mind. His simple, tiny little brain couldn't handle it. Come here, it. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Let me explain something to you. Name one other scientist. <laughs> Bill Nye. Ah. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, don't ask again, because I'm yeah. Adam Savage, and I don't think he counts. I think he counts. Scientist? Count. Yeah. What is a scientist, really? Aren't we all scientists? In a Not way. Lab coats and glasses. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of science... I did dove into a, a wormhole this past week. Uh, the mm-hmm. Voyager one, the first Voyager, the satellite. Mm-hmm. You know how fast it's traveling? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, thirty five thousand miles an hour. Crazy, isn't that insane? Didn't it? Just... I mean, it doesn't matter because there's no air or gravity or whatever. But still, it's insane. Yeah, hope it doesn't oh. hit a bird. <laughs> Space bird. <laughs> Chop it right in half. <laughs> Freaking space bird. Uh, uh, sorry, keep going. 
Well, while we're on the topic of uh, changing topics in science, I did a little experiment today. I meant to bring oh, yeah? this up in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I poured a fair amount of water in my keyboard at work. <laughs> this wasn't right? the experiment. This was not part. The start of a good experiment. Yeah. So I wanted to see what would happen if I did that. Um, and for a while, nothing happened because I used a paper towel and put it in the cracks and soaked out a lot of it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after about 15 minutes or so, um, uh, pressing one key would do about 13 keys worth of input, uh-huh. uh, totally random ones. And a lot of things <laughs> happened on my computer at once. <laughs> And then it started, so it's got like a backlight, it started flickering real fast, and uh-huh. then turned off. Um, so I realized I had not uh, fully dried it out, picked it up, <laughs> kind of tilted it, and lots of water <laughs> poured out of it. <laughs> oh no! So I had to recruit uh, the help of my coworker to disassemble it, which was quite the process but yeah we Dang. got in there Wait, and dried so it this out, was like so. a separate keyboard this wasn't a laptop no yeah this okay. is thank you yeah, yeah this is just a standalone did keyboard. so you still your keyboard still functions after you dried it all the way out or did you just replace it yeah no we uh took it apart dried it out and got like a alcohol wipe and get in theory right. got rid of all the water it worked the rest of the day we'll see what happens next now, time alcohol it's... scares the water away yeah <laughs> I've been to college parties. <laughs> no water. Yeah, turn. Tried to turn the faucet on. Nothing. Woke about. All right. Sorry. We can. Uh, we can go back to the mm. tsunami. So get a With lot the, uh, alcohol. Of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Big alcohol wipe. Yeah. Hold that up. Tsunami's fill, not going to make it. Dig a that. trench. Fill it with alcohol wipes. Oh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Wrap yourself in an alcohol wipe. Oh, it'll just float around. Wave goes around you. Yeah, or just like all the buildings and cars and everything. If they just had like drop down, you know, you pull a big rip cord and mm. a big alcohol wipe covers your building mm. yeah. face. That's pretty good. I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Attach big rockets to the moon. Now you okay. may be thinking, what does the Genius. moon have anything to do with tsunamis? Oh, I'm with you. You're with me? All right. Remote control the moon. So if mm-hmm. a big tsunami's coming, you remote control the moon so it's in an optimal position to pull the wave in the other direction away low from tide. the shore. Yep. It's always low tide where the tsunami is. That's really good. <laughs> that is Thanks. really good. Wow. What well, okay, here's a here's a question for you. Uh mm-hmm. what happens if there's two simultaneous tsunamis on other ends of the earth? Uh Ooh. Pull rockets on the moon, rip the moon in half. One mm. half goes to one tsunami. <laughs> the other half goes to the other tsunami. I think I think you put the moon in the middle, and mm-hmm. and then you just spin it up real fast and see what that does. Put the moon in the middle of what? Yeah, just the, the middle tsunamis? of the between, like whatever the op- exactly between the two tsunami locations is. Mm-hmm. Just oh, put okay. it there, and then and then do the two rockets in opposite directions so that the moon spins. Spins real fast. Okay. Does that create more pull? I don't know. That would be my suggestion <laughs> from the control booth. Just seems like it might be fun to get the moon going real fast. Like maybe the tsunamis would kind of turn and maybe they would eventually hit each other. 
Mm, kill uh, each other. Yeah. Go, okay. 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 Start another tsunami. Have an earthquake. Get, go ahead and cause an earthquake on your continent and send your tsunami in to meet the other tsunami. Oh, I like that. Is it, could you do like a, a sand tsunami and send that out? So they're kind of opposite. Okay. Like a okay. fire and ice situation. An alcohol tsunami. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Ooh. Uh, you could line the beach with those, you know, those little those little guys you put in water and they swell up into a big spongy animal mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have a lot of those. Just a ton of those. Yeah. Just a lot of sponges. Yeah. Make our, make our buildings out of that. Sponge buildings. Sponge buildings. So what's that? Tsunami comes. What? Your, your 12,000 square foot? Nope. 1,200 square foot house is now a 12,000 square foot house. Yeah. And it's mostly walls. Like right. the walls are just <laughs> wicked thick. So <laughs> thick. <laughs> Actually, your square footage went down, but the size of your home vastly increased. Yeah. Right. Bo- boats, send the boats out. And maybe mm-hmm. you do the boats to do put the engines in the reverse direction of the tsunami. But they got to get past it somehow. Well, the tsunami out in the water is just a little wave because it's mostly under the water. Mm. It's not 100 feet above the water yeah. until it hits the beach. Okay. So, or maybe like a lot of submarines, anti-tsunami submarines. Uh, maybe just set off a nuclear bomb underwater. Ooh, I bet that would mess with it. That'd probably do it, right? Like just strategically locate some nukes near tsunami-prone places. In which... Would it... Uh, explain it. Uh, the tsunami is coming in, and before mm-hmm. it gets there, you set off a nuclear bomb under the ocean, and then it pushes okay. every all the water away in all directions. But it's not as bad as a tsunami. Oh, okay. And maybe gotcha. it kind of messes with the flow of the tsunami. I, again, I mean, I'm no science expert. Close, but not quite. I feel like we've gotten some pretty good ideas. Cities on wheels. It's a coastal Jeez. town. Tsunami's coming in. It is no longer a coastal town. We're we're moving. It's on a big old conveyor belt. You just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people don't even know a tsunami's coming. They just feel the shift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah, the moon was my favorite one. I All think right, cool moon rockets. Moon's yeah, really good. RC moon. Uh, well, folks, we hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of Nickel Park and hope that you learned a little something, something. Uh, if you want, you can reach out to us at nickelparktours at gmail.com or on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song and Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Thanks to AMF for having us on the network. And thanks to you, the listener. We hope you enjoyed it. And please uh, tell somebody about the show. Until next week, I'm Joshua. So, if you had an RC moon, boy, you could play some really good pranks on some astronauts, huh? (laughs) I swear it was here the other day. Listen, (laughs) the moon was right here. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm Ben. I'm Luke. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.